Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. I promise, I promise I'm going to get over the death of my dog, all right? But, man, what is it? Day two, and it feels like our home is grieving more today than we were yesterday. What is it about a dog? I don't get it. I'm not going to talk about my dog again on this podcast. I could. I could. If you'd missed yesterday's show... We lost our beloved Lucy. She just took her last breath. I mean, what a great way to go, though. What a great way to go. Just exhaled one last time. No tragedy, nothing like that. Appreciate everybody checking in, too. Uh, lots of messages. People said they're thinking about myself, my family, my kid. Man, my nine-year-old still has not stopped sobbing. Oh, boy. See, that, see it ain't even me, man. If that's what it, you got a nine-year-old, and you try to explain Where's Lucy? I don't understand. I'm like, oh, boy. Anyway, so appreciate everybody checking in, man. Um, great great listeners. I, I did post on my Instagram. If you don't follow me, you can just check out Every Day is Saturday on Instagram. I posted photos of Lucy and the girls out there. And ay, ay, ay. Anyway, let's dive into today's show. Yeah, I made a post inside of our mastermind group, and it was an interview that Jeff Bezos did a while back. I think it was 10 years ago. And it was on Charlie Rose's uh, show. Charlie Rose, if you're not familiar, Charlie Rose, kind of a buttoned-up dude, older guy. Uh, you know, not a shock jock, but let, let me put it that way. He's like your grandpa uh, doing these interviews. Great interviewer, by the way. Legendary. You probably heard of him. I'm probably already telling you something you know. But anyway, um, he's interviewing Jeff Bezos about 10 years ago. And he asked Bezos if he was threatened by the iPad. And... You know, all the different things that the iPad can do. Let's face it. I mean, it can play movies, television shows, listen to music. I mean, you know an iPad, right? You got one. So, yeah, Jeff Bezos like, no, you don't know my audience. He's like, well, what do you mean? Why wouldn't you be threatened by this same size? You know, it's a tablet and it's got all these things you can do. And he goes, yeah, I don't think anybody's getting into a Kindle to watch Shakespeare pop out in video. You know, my audience is reading and they want a reader that they can open up, look at, digest the book, uh, and go through it without all the bells. See, it's the opposite. Without all the all the bells and whistles, all those pop-ups and videos and highlights and ding, 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 ding going on. He goes, that's my audience, and I know my audience. And I thought that was a, a really perfect point um, because when I teach about how to make an offer, you cannot mask a bad offer with any amount of marketing. Like, you could be getting millions of downloads of your podcast or millions of views on a YouTube video. You could buy traffic, send them to a page where you're making an offer. But if the offer isn't good, it doesn't matter. Good marketing never hides a bad offer. So what makes a good offer? Well, there's a lot of things that make a good offer. Let's just say on this point about the, the Bezos interview with Charlie Rose, he knew his audience. He knows what they want. They want to read a book. That's all they want to do. They want to read a book. 
and there's different you know if you ever had a kindle you know that you can go in and you can underline and highlight and earmark a page and all those different things but people want they're in that experience of reading a book so when you're making an offer if you're promoting that ipad type of experience to somebody but it's really more of a kindle type audience it isn't going to resonate you know you got to know who you're marketing to in in this podcast and what i do i've had so many people say well what i don't know what's your podcast about you sound are you a life coach or a motivational speaker or nope nope i know we touch on a lot of different things i mean we've got i've probably done over five thousand podcasts and there's no two that are the same we talk about a lot of the same thing vision action results and belief those are the four pillars of my brand vision action results and belief if you have a big vision you'll take big action it'll it'll inspire you to take bigger action when you take bigger action you're going to get bigger results and when you get those bigger results, you're going to have larger belief in what you do. And then it kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, vision, action, results, belief. But yeah, every now and again, we'll do a podcast like yesterday about my dog. But I also try to tie that into, you know, the reason we miss Lucy so much. After 14 years in our family, first of all, how could you not? And it, here's what's wild. I found there's there's two camps of, well, not two, but there's several different camps of dog people. There's people who don't like dogs at all. Like, well, it's just a dog. Get over it and go bury it. Okay. Oh, you got that. And then you got the other end where, you know, the dog is the actual human being. I'm not really in that camp either. There's, there's a place for an animal. There's a place for a human being in your life. I'm probably on a scale of one to 10. If 10 being that person I just described and, and one being the person's like, it's just a dog. Get over it and bury it. And, I'm probably around an eight, meaning my dog ain't eating human food. They're not sitting at the table with us. You know, there's a place for them. We crate them, things like that. But but they were such a large part of our life. That's why yesterday's podcast, thank you for allowing me the latitude to talk about it. Uh, that's why it was so powerful because it's an entire lifetime for my daughter. She's only nine. And my second oldest is only 18. So we got Lucy when she was four. And then the next one's 19 and the other one's 22. It was a big, big part of our life. And like I talked about yesterday, it was how I framed my whole, like you talk about a big vision. My my big vision was to be Mike Brady, Ozzie and Harriet, you know, Donna Reed, Leave it to Beaver, all of those shows. Like that's what I wanted my house to be like, the opposite of what I grew up in, you know. And through the grace of God, man, it all, it worked out perfectly. I'm not saying everything every day. Every day is Saturday, yes. But does it come without challenges? <laughs> come on, man. I mean, you know. I'm going to shoot you straight. I mean, there's a bankruptcy in there. There's a daughter born at one pound and nine months in children's hospital in there. There's 25 years of marriage in there. Going to be 26 next month. Praise God. Uh, Marriage is challenging. You know that. You have two people who now live together. You've you've been single your whole life. You live together and you've got all, you've got to, you know, blend all of that together. Imagine living with me, man. Holy cow. My wife's going to be a saint. She will be into the sainthood after her life here on earth because of what she's had to put up with me. But, you know, all of that, all the challenges. But it's so beautiful in the way it worked out with my four healthy children. Uh, We lost two. Uh, We had a baby boy born at 20 weeks. His name was Matthew. We had him baptized. Uh, His heart was beating. We held him for four hours or so. Then we had to give him back to the medical staff, and he died. He died at 20 weeks. It's just the way it worked out. My wife miscarried uh, another child in between our first and second. There's a lot of things. And look, you probably got a hundred times the challenge that I've ever had. 
You know, I'm not even saying that I've got it bad. I'm just saying that's what life has been like. That's the Cliff Notes version. But we are, have these four healthy kids. We've got these two pets. Now one, two dogs. We've got some cats. And I live on an acre of land in a 200-year-old farmhouse in the Midwest. That's the life. It didn't happen by accident. As I mentioned yesterday, I was very intentional about the decisions I made. Um, God, what, what's, this is 2024. So seven years ago, I made a point to simplify my life. I watched a documentary on Netflix uh, called Minimalism. I think that's the name of it, Minimalism, and was fascinated on how to minimize your life. So got rid of the McMansion, got the farmhouse, um, and boy, it has been an absolute blessing. Business-wise, very good. Also, very challenging. You know, being a solopreneur out there, you always have to try to innovate, educate, entertain a little bit, and then make the cash register ring with products and services and courses that you believe in, number one, that your audience will believe in and buy, and it will work for them. Uh, and that's when I developed a mastermind group, very intentional on uh, the old, the whole 80-20. It became very obvious to me that more than 90% of my revenue was coming from 10% of my audience. So I focused on that higher ticket solution to help people launch and create and grow, put a blueprint together on how to monetize their podcast, but more importantly, help them find their voice. That's really what I do, help people find their voice and then build a stage around that, a virtual stage around that. And then if they want to take that into the public arena, great. But that's it, man. Like being able to speak to that audience of Kindle readers with a solution that they want, not the iPad. And I thought that was a fascinating interview. Wanted to share it with you today because that's what I got out of the interview is know your audience. And if somebody's like, well, are you afraid of the next person coming around or somebody else that no, because they don't have your message. They don't have your unique view on life. They don't have your wisdom, your experience. Why not? Because they're not you. That's why not. It's very simple to think about, but man, it can, it can leave you just like banging your head against the wall asking, what do I do? How do I solve this problem? I get it. Been there. You know, and by the way, that doesn't go away. You just get better and faster at getting that answer to your question. But if you're somebody right now that's, you know, you're kind of in that learning incubation stage, trying to figure out what your message, it'll come. You know, the only way it's not is if you just ah, to hell with it, I'm not going to do it anymore. That's not the answer. Not at all. But also, don't be the individual who discounts all of the accomplishments you've had so far. The life that you've been able to build so far has been intentional one way or another, whether you have what you want or you don't have what you want, you've been intentional in making the decisions that brought that into your life. And if that's good, great. And if it's not good, even better news. You can change it starting today. You got, you got time. Not a lot of time, but you got time. All right. So I hope this message found you in a good spot today. Thanks again for all the messages. Uh, once again, you can follow me on Instagram. Every day is Saturday. Reach out. You want to book a call and talk about your million dollar message just go to launchmymovement.com all right let's go gang say it with me have the best day ever and that's a wrap another everyday saturday podcast in the books thanks so much for listening would you do your boy a favor would you get on itunes or wherever you listen to the everyday saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show it helps amazing people like you 
find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Every Day is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Every Day Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Every Day is Saturday podcast.